Hello, this is Customs Officer Matt. Thank you for downloading the Deserted Podcast, and this is Episode 7 of Series 3. I hope you've enjoyed the series. We've had some great people into the Customs Office. Sarah Southern, the comedian. Chris Marshall, the road geek. Jason Snell, editorial, former editorial director at Macworld Magazine and podcaster extraordinaire Helen Quigley, voiceover to the stars and producer of BBC Radio Trails. David Sparks, lawyer, filmmaker, writer, podcaster as well, and Don McAllister as well, a uh, educator and trainer and video screencast guru. That's what's been in season three. And this episode coming up, marks the end of series three and perhaps the end of the podcast. I'm not quite sure. This one, personal favourite of mine. This is with a prolific podcaster and British chap called Mike Hurley, who I was ever so glad to get onto the podcast and I've been trying to get on for months and months. So this is our Christmas special. My chat with Mike Hurley of Relay.fm. Enjoy. And Merry Christmas. Welcome to Deserted. Each episode, we welcome a guest into the customs office. There, they must decide which five items they want to take with them onto the deserted island. Five items, one island. This is Deserted. Mike Hurley is a podcaster from London, England. He co-founded the Relay FM podcast network, found at Relay.fm in 2014. Currently hosts more shows that he can keep count of. Mike, welcome to the customs office. Hi. I guess I'm happy to be here. Or my circumstances have just led me here. I was thinking about this because the day that we are recording is the day before a lot of Apple gadgets come out. Yeah. And so I was thinking, this is rather unfortunate timing for you, being in the customs office. Well, I guess it doesn't matter anymore, right? No. (laughs) (laughs) My time's up, I suppose. It's time to go onto the island. Yep. Okay. Enforced stay. What? What? I have many questions. Yes. uh, About the world that we're inhabiting and its rules. Why is this happening to me? Um, because (laughs) you you need a break. Uh, I, I felt you needed time and uh, a chance to regroup after okay. your frantic few months. Okay, fine. That's fine. I can I can accept that. And and it's a, it's a nice opportunity to think about life in a simpler way, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Depends what the island's like. We're going to go through Mike's choice of website, podcast, Twitter feed, book, and a gadget or device. And uh, you can find links to all of these choices at desertedpodcast.com slash Mike. That's M-Y-K-E. Or in your podcast app of choice. We are going to start with website. I've got my approved, disapproved stamp here. And so which website is it that you are going to take to the desert island? All right, so I spent some time thinking about this, right? Because I was allowed kind of information and entertainment, but not social media stuff. Right? No, it's, yeah, it's information media. sites, applications, games, entertainment, but not media networks such as movies and TV on demand, social I, networks. I appreciate the Wikipedia entry that you yes, just give me, by, Wikipedia. that's by default. That's good, because there's stuff I'm going to need to M- know. Mushrooms, yeah, we normally which... look up on Wikipedia <laughs> to make sure they're edible. Exactly. So I... I'm a fan of professional wrestling. Okay. That is one of the things that I've held in my life since I was a wee lad. 
Um, it is effectively for me like a soap opera because yes. for people that don't know about uh, professional wrestling in its current form, it is effectively story driven. There are stories that run from a week to week basis. So I thought it would be nice to have some kind of ongoing entertainment that never ends that could keep me occupied. So WWE.com would be my answer because what I would get I would get, they do recaps and news of everything that's happening so I can read everything. Now, they have video clips. Is that permitted? So we're unsure of the bandwidth on the island. Uh, okay. So I'm unsure whether they're going to load very well okay. or be a bit jittery. That's which fine. Which might cause That might be the problem. Annoying. But at least I can read it. Are there, which te- would be are there text? Is there oh, text it's very text-heavy. Right. So they go through each of the shows and detail all of the goings-on. So I figured this would be a way... To do two things, to give me some form of entertainment and also a sense of time, mm-hmm. because I know that every week the new things will hit, so it will keep giving me a sense of time as time marches on, which might be a good thing, might be a bad thing, but it will at least give some structure to my life, because I know that like Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, there's going to be new recaps. So I, I don't know much about wrestling. That's do totally they fine. do they wrestle on a certain day of the week? Three days a week is the main show. Tuesday, well, Wednesday, Thursday. Mo- yeah. Well, it happens on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but okay. because of the time difference, depending on where I am, I would either get the reports on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And these are Americans. It's all in America. Well, or, or, by and large, right. There is some stuff happening in England too, but it's mostly America. Because I remember. That my only bit of wrestling was obviously just wrestling in the Big Daddy era of Match of the Day kind of World thing. of Sport. You know that's back on Is ITV it? right oh. now, yeah. And then I do remember what was called WWF mm-hmm. when I Stone was at Cold school. Steve Austin, Hulk with, Hogan, yeah, Hulk Hogan and the Undertaker. The Undertaker's still in it. Is he really? He's still doing it. He's not Same de- guy. He's, he's, not, he's, not well, he's always been dead. But, right. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. Same guy, still doing it. He's in his like, like 50s, early 60s, I think. Goodness me. He's, he's still wrestling. He's wrestling in like two weeks' time. He doesn't stop. The guy is a legend. And so, uh, so I, I get your arguments for why you want to take it onto the island in terms of the passing of time and something to look forward to. And we also agree here in the customs office, it is nice to be able to take your mind off the situations Mm -hmm. that you're finding yourself in as you try to survive. What is it about the WWE that you that you like? What what is it? So there's two things. I like the athletic stuff, right? The actual matches. I, I like the entertainment and the excitement that come from watching them because they are really these people are incredibly athletic and and creative. You know, so they, they're very, it's very exciting to watch. But considering I won't have that component because there's no video, I say, like, for me, it's just, it's like how people watch EastEnders or insert name of American soap opera, I don't know, Days of Our Lives, I don't know, Friends. It's just escapism. It is just an element of, like, there are these characters and the characters are doing things and their stories and um, something that wrestling fans love to do because we all know it's fake, right? There's the new kind of the more recent element is that people try and what's called fantasy book the show, which means you come up with what you think they should do. Okay. Because we know the storylines are written and, you know, it's all manufactured. The kind of the smart fan 
tries to be like, well, I think they should do it this way to resolve the storyline in this way. So there's also a lot of just like mental entertainment that can be taken from it. Like I read something, I'll see something. I'm like, huh, that's interesting that they went in that direction. I would have done it this way because I think that would be more entertaining. So that's one of... As, that's one of the reasons that like adults will watch it now is like they appreciate the spectacle of it and the story, but then also think about how they would like to see it unfold. And are there like league tables as to not really like, who, who's winning? There's champions, right? Right. So there are like in each of the kind of major categories, they have champions, and the champions hold the belt, and the champions number one. But like all of that is, it's just decided by the management of the company who the champion's going to be, right? But the, it adds this kind of meta layer to everything, which can be quite fascinating. Like because it's still a company, it's still an organization. So the people that operate best inside of the company maybe get the best chances, and this is like the real part of it. Okay. So it's like this, it's multi-tiered. If you if you're an adult who cares about it now, there's like all these different avenues that, that go to it. And I appreciate that many people think that it's silly. And I get that. And I kind of, at this point, I don't care. No. I kept this se- as a secret part of my life for a long time. And then I just decided that I didn't care anymore. Everyone has their thing. And this yeah. is just my thing. And so is it just one company or is it like... I, I, I'm There are lots of companies, but, but the WWE, which was the WWF, they're the biggest game in town. There's no big game in town anymore. Other big game. It used to be WCW when we were kids, right? Where it was the two of them. Okay. But that does, there are lots of small companies now, um, but there's no other big company in the Western world. There's, there's some stuff in Japan. But do the wrestlers all work for that company? No. Or is it like the Formula One where there's, you know, oh, okay, so different companies and different drivers? Everybody so. on WWE programming works for the WWE and only. Oh, okay. But there are other organizations around the world which are more mixed up because none of them are as big, so they share talent. Okay. But if you are part of the WWE, that's it. That's where you work for. Okay. It's decision time. Okay. World Wrestling Entertainment at WWE.com. This is nerve-wracking. <laughs> As always, I can't find a reason to say no. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to have to say approve. Oof, I felt like we were on the edge there for a second. No, no, you're okay. It's Christmas time, so, you know. Okay. This, Joy. This will, this will oh, be. Oh, well. Ho, ho, ho. Joy to all men and wrestlers. Um, so that is Mike Hurley's choice of website. Mm-hmm. We're going to move on to his Twitter feed shortly. And it's a rather cute Twitter feed choice, it must mm-hmm. be said. Mm-hmm. But first, what is it that you are going to fill your ears with, apart from the screeching of seagulls mm-hmm. and various other island-based animals? I spent some time thinking about this. So for I have kind of like... These days, I have two types of podcasts that I listen to, by and large. Mm-hmm. They're either technology-based or they are kind of comedic personality-based, by and large. Considering that I'm going to be deserted on this island, possibly for the rest of my days on this earth, I didn't want to choose a technology show because I can't have anything anybody's talking no. about. So I would just be sad, you know, even though I love them and... Most of my friends have these shows, so it might be nice to hear from them once in a while. I figured that it would ultimately just be some kind of form of torture, which is why similarly I didn't pick like Mac Stories on 9 to 5 Mac or whatever as my website of choice because I can't have any of the stuff. So I've chosen 
I have also chosen my favorite podcast of all time, which is The Adventure Zone. Um, so the McElroy brothers and their dad play mm-hmm. originally Dungeons and Dragons, um, but it's tabletop games, collaborative. It is a of a very popular podcast genre now called uh, Real Play, which means people playing a role-playing game and talk as part of the show. So the show is based around playing the role-playing game. It started as a kind of a joke for them, but then turned into... And I say this with trying to use as little hyperbole as I can as one of, if not my favorite story, fictional story of all time. So it starts off and they are playing a typical Dungeons and Dragons campaign. They're just playing one from the book that you get. Um, and Griffin, the bro- one of the brothers who is the dungeon master, so he's the person you know who's play who is like creating the rules of the game, and and then the other the two other two brothers and their dad are playing characters in the story. Um, so Griffin starts to mutate the story and creates his own story. There are sixty nine episodes in the original campaign, the original arc they call it, and there are like five or six campaigns within this arc of these characters. And it is absolutely enthralling and incredible. Like, in the final episode, I just bored my eyes out at the end of it, as has basically everyone that I know that's listened to the entire thing, because it took them, like, four years to play it. And I listened back over the span of a couple of months when I felt... Like, I found it when it was wrapping up to the final episode of the original kind of season or run, as it were. So I binged the entire thing, and just became emotionally, incredibly emotionally attached to the characters. They now play a different game of a different set of characters, which I love and I'm growing to really love, you know, because it's all brand new. Mm. So The Adventure Zone is a world in and of itself, which again provides me with some escapism. Uh, it is hilarious and infinitely re-listenable. I could listen to that story a million times. I've not, I've not yet gone back but I have episode one downloaded in my podcast app of choice to just start picking up again, which would be very useful to me now that I can only listen to the Adventure Zone for the rest of the time. So they've done how many se- like seasons? They, so they're on their second one. Or? So okay, so it's they they kind of they break this down. The verbiage that they use is campaigns and arcs. So they've done one arc, and that arc was sixty nine episodes in the original world with the original three characters that they created. But there were like five campaigns within that arc, so five kind of mini-stories, but they were all connected in a larger story. Um, And now they... And then they played around for a while doing some experimental things to try and find what they wanted to do. That didn't last for very long. And now they are into their second campaign of the second arc with brand new characters in a new world. So it's active at the moment, so you'll get new yep. ones. It's currently on the island, yeah, and you'll be able to go back. Oh, I do get first. the new ones. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah, that's good. Again, we're unsure of the bandwidth, and we thought that the RSS enclosure would be coconut shells, <laughs> but uh, we're not quite sure. <laughs> okay. And is their dad like into it? What do you mean? D- does the dad know what <laughs> know what's going on? Yeah. Or, right. So yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's, he's totally in on it. Yeah, right. yeah. He's, yeah, he's not, not just like, being pulled along and kind of, no, no, what he, is this you're talking about? Um, he was a radio professional okay. in their hometown and has also written comic books and stuff like that. It turns out, actually, they, they very recently turned the first campaign into a graphic novel of their own, 
which he wrote. Mm, so okay. he's very into it. And but as comic relief, because he's not as sharp as the boys, which adds more comic relief to the show. It's right. very, very funny. So you shouting at your uh, into space going, no, don't do that. Don't. Why? Are you he doing can never that? remember any of his abilities. Oh, okay. Which, even sometimes forgetting the name of his character a little bit. <laughs> I've seen the show live too. Okay. In uh, Seattle. Right. Last year. Well, I've actually in Tacoma, but it's incredible to see live. Yeah, because you would imagine playing a board game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, I don't know whether using the name board game is the right terminology, it'll, it'll but playing work. a board game would be a bit more of a visual thing than an audio thing. But Well, there's no... Pe- it's on. So Dungeons and Dragons doesn't really require pieces or okay. a map. You can tell it all with sto- it's all told in story anyway, but by and large. So it actually translates to podcasting very nicely, which is why there are so many of these types of shows popping up now because the kind of format of a role-playing game fits very very well to audio. It in theory should actually fit worse to live shows because it is just four guys sitting behind desks trying to paint a picture of a world mm. but it works because they're incredibly entertaining so it's fun to see them and plus the a lot of the people in the audience dress up as characters and this one brother who's who's the griffin the the, the, the dungeon master he is he is like just making it up on the, the top story. of his head yeah he's entirely his creation wow so okay so he right he has like an outline of where it's going to go but considering everybody else doesn't know they just make decisions, so sometimes it veers into places that are wildly different to what Griffin expected. They they do a thing once a once or twice a year called the the Adventure Zone Zone, which is like you know you get those TV shows that are about a TV show. Yes, it's that. Okay, right. So like you know like the Walking Dead has the Talking Dead or whatever. It's that. So they do like as a bonus episode, like as a fun thing once once or twice a year, where the listeners ask questions. And it's always interesting to hear Griffin explain, like, oh, I was intending to go this way, but then Travis did this, so I have had to create on the fly this new... And also, Griffin composes original music for every episode. It's a masterpiece. I love it so much. Okay. I'm going to have to listen at uh, MaximumFun.org is the website for... The Adventure Zone. I don't think I'm going to uh, think about this for much longer. I think that's going for yes. approved. That's the big one, honestly. Well, maybe my next one. Maybe your one. next one. But I do have some questions about yeah. Twitter feed. All right, so the in the website section, I'm not allowed access to Twitter. No. But and I can get this one Twitter account. And there, <laughs> there is a sub-clause. <laughs> okay. The Twitter account can't be something that you've manufactured to sort of be a bot of any kind, where right. where it's pulling in a list of. It needs That's to be clever. one. It needs to be one person. But I obviously can't log in, can I? No, no. But I, and I can't for some re- for some reason cannot access anything other than just this one account. We're we're not actually sure whether the tweets will be on a digital display or whether they will somehow appear, appear in message, like messages in a bottle. You, there you go. You you've you've untangled my so, logic puzzle. Yeah, they it, could arrive it, in some medium. But it's just access to these tweets. They could be texted to a device, for example. Yeah, or they okay. could be. You could come down to the beach in the morning, and they'll be spelt out in stones or twigs. Which is in a similar vein. Do how do I receive? the website 
and the audio for the podcast. Um, <laughs> we're, we're unsure. We just know that somehow we will arrive. Maybe I received the podcast in reel-to-reel tapes. You never know. That would be quite nice, actually. I think I would quite enjoy that. It would be a, a revenge of analog. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would actually quite like some kind of physical medium like that. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah, we're not quite sure. All right. I, we, I've never attended the island um, because I don't want to. Because um, you get stuck. <laughs> so we are going to find out which Twitter feed Mike is going to follow, and uh, we'll also be looking at Mike's gadget or device, which is an interesting one. I've got some good questions about that one, and also the book as well, which will give us perhaps an insight as to how long your stay will be on mm-hmm, the island. Mm-hmm. Uh, these available at desertedpodcast.com slash Mike or in your podcast app of choice. Just look in the show notes there. What is the Twitter feed? And like I said, you can see tweets from just one account. Which one is it? So again, I started thinking about like, what, what do I want? Like, what, what kind of information do, do I realistically want to receive? And again, it's like following most of the accounts that I currently follow would be by and large torture. pointless and torture. You know, like you're finding out information about stuff I can't have access to kind of would, would be a disaster. I don't want that. So I decided the only account that I would want to see is my wife's account. Her account is at Adina with three A's at the end. And she doesn't tweet. <laughs> so so <laughs> on the docket here, I've got the words... In the hopes that she would tweet messages to the world that I could see yeah. so I would know how she was doing. Exactly. So my, my thinking would be if I was somehow taken away to this island, and also because, in theory, she can hear this, right? Like, mm-hmm. this is my last known communication with the Earth, that she could take this upon herself as a requirement to start tweeting and just saying stuff, what she's up to. You know, and again... I know that by my standards of torture, this is pretty high on that list. That's my concern. But I feel like if I'm going to find out absolutely anything about the world outside, it's always going to be tough. I may as well at least have my worries set aside that she's okay. Yeah. Would be my thinking. I'm a newlywed, so I may be a little bit more sickly in in this (laughs) department than most people. No, no. I think... Whenever someone goes away traveling, even if it's for a short time, they want to know that kind of stuff. Exactly. This is a hopefully only a short trip, but nobody really knows. No one knows. Okay, so, Adina. I am concerned about your mental health in terms of mm. the torture aspects of it. What do people also, usually go for? Oh. Um, what, type of, what types of things do they, do they keep in the Twitter account? I want to know if I've made a fatal error here. Um, some of them have been technology news. Yeah, that seems like a bad idea. Some of them, um, I had one which was basically a, um, are you aware of the band They Might Be Giants? Mm -hmm. It was a Twitter account which gave some lyrics from They Might Be Giants songs. Oh, that's nice. Um, And so the person that that was getting those would then sing that song for the rest of the day. And it was was every day that they would tweet some song lyrics. That's a good idea. I like that one. So that enabled them to be a bit more cheerful. Mm -hmm. As well as your mental health, I'm also slightly concerned about Adina's mental health. Mm. Well, I mean, I'm going anyway. She's going to be all right. She'll find something to do. Yeah, but I'm I'm a bit concerned about 
uh, need to tweet in order to get messages to you, mm-hmm. but also her her need to um, get on with life. A oh, interesting. Bit. Okay, I feel and, like we're we're hurtling towards a rejection here, and, and potentially. Her thinking, oh, I better not. I won't tweet that picture of me having fun because you know. Oh, you know what? You maybe have you've, you've maybe saw me in this one. So what happens if this is rejected? Do I just lose access to a Twitter account? Yeah, it's just not taken to Oof. the island. Oof. Um, do you understand my concern? Yeah, no, it makes it's a very valid point. All right, let me think of something else then, because I, I don't want to lose any of my benefits here. It's a very good point, actually. I hadn't thought of that. It's not so much my problem as much as it is hers. Although, although maybe she would, um, no, in the I nicest the... possible way, she might she might put her fun things, quote fun things that she doesn't necessarily. No, it's actually it's else. actually a lot of uh, it's a lot to put on her because she has to keep trying to find ways to make me feel good. So she, um, we're gonna let's get rid of that. I feel like this isn't good for her to do this so what can i follow instead i feel like now it's just got to be something kind of kind of junky really like there's not really much good to it Hmm. i can't really think of anything specific that i would particularly want because now i feel like it shouldn't really be a person for those same reasons or would you um for example is there a WWE Twitter feed? No, it's too much. Swap, it's too much. Like, but then you could change your website, you see. No, I'm good with my website choice. Okay. I like the website choice works pretty well for what I was looking for because the Twitter feed doesn't give me the information that the website would because I probably I would assume I can't follow links. No, no. <sighs> I don't know. Okay, well, think on it and we'll maybe come, we'll, we'll we'll maybe come back we'll to we'll it. We'll come back to it. Okay. okay, so at the moment, it's in no man's land. Yep. All right, we're mm-hmm. putting Adina in no man's land in the nicest possible way. Hang on a second. <laughs> um, right then, uh, we're going to have fun with gadget or device, but let's talk about book first of all. It can be a printed book or an e-book, but not a periodical. Mm-hmm. What have you decided? Is it a practical choice? I can see it is. Yeah, because I don't really read books very often, actually no. at all. No. So I don't have like a favorite book that I particularly would want to bring. And I've already picked two fictional sources of entertainment. So considering I'm going to be on an island, uh, I thought like, well, I'm going to need something to kind of help me deal with the wilderness or whatever. So I chose How to Stay Alive by Bear Grylls as my choice for a book. I haven't read this book, but I'm judging by the title that it could be useful for me in the wilderness, considering I am not a very wilderness person. No. So you co-host a podcast called Upgrade yes. with Jason Snell. Mm-hmm. And I did hear a few episodes ago, there was a question around if uh, one of you had to go to a desert island, how do you, th- <laughs> how do you think it would get on? And uh, Jason thought he would be fine. And you thought you were in peril. Yeah, I would. I would last about 25 minutes without. Which uh, I played to the other customs officers. <laughs> And we had a good laugh that, that Friday <laughs> afternoon. So nobody knows survival like Bear Grylls. There's barely a terrain that he hasn't conquered or an extreme environment yeah. he hasn't experienced. Yep. So I figured Deserted Island should be a piece of cake for old Bear. Isn't it great that his name's Bear, by the way? It is. And I don't know why. I feel like if your name was Bear, you would be like, 
If your name was Bear Grylls, if that was your name, you would do what he does. Yeah. There is nobody in the world whose name would be Bear Grylls and they would not be a survival expert. Or a chef. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Dealing in exotic meats only. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, Roadkill Cafe. Um, so, yeah. I, uh, yeah. For the first time, he's putting all his experience and expertise into one book. And look, this is the I chose specifically. So I've already, I already know the answer to the question, are you handy? Which no, seems to be no. Not particularly. Have you ever camped under canvas before? Well, I went to a music festival a couple of times. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever started a fire without matches? I feel like I have, actually. Okay. I think I have done Flint, that. Flint and uh, Tinder. Yeah, I think we did this, like, those week school weekends away. Oh, yeah. And I think we did fire. I think we did, we made fires. All right. Are you going to keep it as a reference or use it as fire starting material after you've digested the information? Hmm. I don't know. I probably would keep it as a reference. All right. I feel like I could probably find some other fire starting material. We might hope that, I, okay. that there would be something yeah, yeah. that I could use. One of the things that Bear talks about in his book is how to make fire from virtually nothing. There you so, go. See, that's easy. Make it from sand and water, right? Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Um, and how to extreme? How to survive the most extreme conditions? I do have a problem with that statement. Making fire from virtually nothing. Yeah, I feel like that's 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 bull, Bear. Mm. Like that's not true. No, there's definitely something. Probably quite a lot of thing. It depends where you are. And like, the virtually nothing needs to be something that what is combustible. What if I'm in Antar- the Antarctic? Can I make it from virtually nothing there, Bear? Is that what you're telling me? I don't I don't know what I think about this. I, I As I say, I have not read this book. You have done more research on this book than I have. I went to Amazon and typed in Bear Grylls and picked the top oh, choice. Because, I, as I, I, thought, say, I thought you'd, you'd done a nope. title search on how to stay alive on a desert nope, island. I just thought to myself, who do I know that knows this? Bear knows this. Right. So I just okay. went with Bear's, Bear's number one. And you are going with a printed book or are you going going on ebook? Why would I read the ebook? Just <laughs> who you knows? might. Um, I'm going to say ebook then because I feel like th- I'm assuming if if I'm given an ebook, I'll have something to read the ebook on, and the ebook is p- probably. Uh, but then what about battery? Mm. I would go personally. I'm going to go, go with the print, printed book because I was thinking the paper book could get ruined, which is true. But I feel like so could the ebook device. I'm going to go with paper book. Okay. I haven't thought of a Twitter feed, by the way. That's all right. I haven't got one. That's fine. How to stay alive is less to take onto the island. How to stay alive by Bear Grylls, printed book. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had somebody before who gave up an option? Or would I be the first person um, to do that? Uh, no, well, well, we've had some disapproved stuff. This, yeah, but this, you haven't actually formally disapproved it. No, yeah. no. I don't think we've ever had anything in No Man's Land. Hmm. Maybe the maybe the second season. I'm fine with with establishing something new. I could call it Mike's Land. Yeah, yeah. Would you be happy with that? <laughs> um, when when you go there, if you can find a particularly barren bit of the island uh-huh. and just hammer in with a rock a little stake, okay, then then people will know that that's for, the, that's, for anyone that's else. The disapproved area. Yeah. Well, not the, the, that's the that's not just, a disapproved area. Yeah, yeah, they just, just like give up barren land. I'd be fine. Mind blank. Okay, land. Okay. Oh, um, okay. 
In, interesting, because a lot of this information you could get from Wikipedia. It might not be true, but you could get it from Wikipedia. I feel like I need to have someone talking me through it in a kind of a more motivational way than Wikipedia and a trusted sort and a trusted source. It's a starting point, right? Because like I feel like for Wikipedia, you've got to be able to enter something. You know, like you have mm. to know what you're looking for before you begin. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what I'm looking for when it comes to trying to stay alive in the elements okay so i need i need bear's advice okay i'm going with approved excellent going with approved on that how to stay alive by bear grills you can uh, get link to it to take you off to amazon i would doubt that anybody wants to read it i, I feel like if you wanted to read that book you'd already have read it mm. i don't think anyone's listening to this and they're like "Ooh, that's a good idea i've wanted to know how to stay alive i just I've wanted didn't Bear's think viewpoint a, a on book it. could provide me with that information yeah so it's, I guess it is in the show notes if you do need it, but I'm not sure. We'll go with that. Okay. How to Stay Alive by Bear Grylls. So obviously, this information that you'll be reading and, and learning about, how to drive off-road, how, how to navigate using the stars, administer some first aid, that might potentially mean that you need some sort of gadget or device to go along to help you stay alive. I think so, wouldn't which, you? Which, which I imagine we'd now be coming on to no. as part of your gadget or device. <laughs> Absolutely not, no. The gadget or device was a, was an interesting question based upon, again, the rules provided that it cannot be a computer, mobile phone, or broadcast communications or internet access device. This was why I had my, my, all of my original set of questions for the the islands yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of rules set yeah. around this because it's like, well, how do I get access to Wikipedia or the podcast or the website if I can't have a broadcast communication or internet access device? Mm-hmm. But it, the, the question has been answered in who knows how this information yeah, arrives. Yeah, it just yeah. arrives. Yeah. Uh, is Wikipedia like an encyclopedia book, maybe? We did think about that. But Someone did print Wikipedia yeah. recently, so yeah. just got to get a copy of that. I want the Nintendo Switch. Okay. Is this mentioned in Bear's book? No. Yeah, it is. It is. It's on the last uh, page. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> can't forget the Nintendo Switch. Right. Um, so again, what? I haven't read Bear's book yet, so I don't know what he might he might recommend. I don't. I can't imagine Bear would really recommend any gadgets, to be honest. No, I can't imagine he's... He's that very gadget focused. Gadget focused, apart from like some gadget to filter water or something. Or like some kind of GPS watch that calls a helicopter. Yeah. You know, those things are pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I want to still be able, to play, be able to play video games. Right. So why? This is another take-you-away-from-it-all type thing? You can fill a lot of time with video games. I like video games a lot. Like, I don't want to read anything ever, really, other than Bear Grylls' is wonderful, wonderful yeah. tome. I, I love the Nintendo Switch. It's my favorite video games console of all time. So I think about ga- like all of the gadgets that I care about don't meet the rules except the Switch. Mm. So that's that's kind of what I would want because then I could you know after I've after Bear has taught me how to build a hammock, I could be on the island in my little hammock playing Legend of Zelda, which is kind of funny because he's on islands really. So maybe I could learn something from Link too. Who knows? As as something creeps up on you and. Uh... Gets ready to devour you and Hang on a second. and your camp. <laughs> Where am I? Go- what is this place? Well, I'm just saying it might happen. You might. Yeah, be but I'll be fine because Bear will have. You would. Me, you would have. He would have helped out okay. beforehand. What? What? What game would you take? Or would am you I take only allowed one game? 
Not sure. How is this? How is this we gadget might... provided? Do I take my own? Um, no, we can we can provide the gadget. I prefer to take my own. It's got a lot of games on it. Okay, I think we will allow multiple games because you're not taking a Twitter feed. So but we have to prearrange the games now. Well, they can't get to the island. So I have to take the cartridges. All right, so Legend of Zelda, obviously, because it's brilliant. It's my favorite game of all time. But it's some variation. How many do I get? Mm, let's say three. Three. Three is a good number. It's a magic number. Uh, Mario Kart for some variants. Stardew Valley. Okay. Because that's also farming, which could help me. It won't help me. But The Legend of Zelda and Stardew Valley are games that are very expansive. So I could play them for a very, very long time, which I hope would be useful. All right. I'm concerned about batteries, but because it eats batteries quite a lot. Well, it, it needs a plug. Uh, well, I'm assuming any gadget does, though. Any gadget needs power. We've had a lot of pen knives as the gadget or device. Oh, darn it. Um, okay. To kind of give you a head start in... That's, you, gadget's the wrong word, isn't it? Mm, well, that's why it, it's followed by... Can I follow device. a pen knife Twitter account <laughs> with that? With that, that might be torture of some variety. No, I'm sticking with the Switch. The Nintendo Switch. I wouldn't know how to use a pen knife effectively. Okay, I mean, I've reached a stage, and I think I reached this with with a previous um, entry, where I kind of thought you're not going to stay alive for very long, so you might as well enjoy your time while it, while you're on the island. Mm-hmm. So, but now it's all changed because I have bear. Well. <laughs> <laughs> that book but, is that book is as good to me as the fire I can make from it. Yeah. Okay. And 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 it's one of those things where you you may well read the book and you may well understand what he's saying. Can I but, any practical but, application but, of but it? Yeah. When he kind of says, "Oh, make a shepherd's knot and tie it to tie it to this tree with a vine," then so the, the Nintendo Switch on average gets about three to six hours of battery life. Am I going to get more than one charge? <laughs> Am I going to last more than one charge on this island? Do you think? Let's well, let's hope so. Let's okay. go into the let's go into this positively. Okay. As you board the plane, I mean, I'm still not a hundred percent sure of why this is happening. <laughs> this started off as like I'm going to give you a nice little break, and now we're just talking about my inevitable quick death. Well, well we, you, you never know. We wish you all the best. Do you think? This follows up my rather nicely. Do you think you will enjoy your time on the island? Well, I'd assumed I was going to. Okay. But now you're not so sure. Now I'm not so sure. I mean, I was going into this in the idea that I w- it would be an enjoyable experience, but the situation has unfolded into such a way where I believe it might not be. Okay. Let's try and resurrect this. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to. I don't want you to go into a spiral of despair. Yeah. Before you're on the airplane. That's a, yeah. That's probably a good idea. Because we've only got two security. Which is good for the plane too. Okay. Um, you well, you might want to look out the window. It's pointless. You might. A Nintendo Switch. So yes. So I'm going with approved on oh, this phew. because hey, I already lost you one. You might as well enjoy yourself there <laughs> with your Nintendo Switch, and we'll give you a, a, a pack of batteries. Okay. And maybe in Bear's magic book, it'll be how to make power from virtually nothing. I feel like it's probably chapter four. Yeah. How to how to create an power. AC adapter out of virtually nothing. Power He's very generation. resourceful, his old bear. Yeah. He he just you know like those hydroelectricity. That's he's going to help me make a dam. Yeah. 
Yeah, it'll all be in that it's book. It's all in that. I'm very confident. It'll all be in that book. It does say that the description that you read, which I did not read, did say that all of his best information was in that book. So if it's going to be in any of them, it's going to be in this one. Yeah. Over the years, from his time in 21 SAS, through to his extraordinary expeditions climbing and paragliding over Everest. I don't want to paraglide. <laughs> he has accumulated an astonishing wealth of survival knowledge. Mm. So it's all in there. Why did he paraglide over Everest? Uh, it, it, you reach a stage where you're just like, hey, I might as well paraglide. I could do anything. There's nothing else left to do. And he, he, I've already climbed he's it. He's already written the chapter on how to paraglide with virtually nothing. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> It'll be Except for a paraglider. <laughs> yeah. Uh, brilliant. Thank you, Mike. Um, we do hope that you enjoy your time on the island. Thank you. You can find all the links to what we have been talking about. So you, you can buy the book too at desertedpodcast.com slash Mike. You can find Mike at relay.fm and on wow, Twitter. For now. At uh, iMike before he takes his uh, sabbatical trip. Thank you very much for uh, joining me. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Deserted. To listen to previous episodes, either subscribe in Apple Podcasts, your podcast app of choice, or head to desertedpodcast.com. Please leave a review on iTunes. And if you want to send a message in a bottle with feedback, or you would like to be on a future episode, send it to customs at desertedpodcast.com. Thank you.